Hey guys, welcome back to Sugar and Shit Pod. This is Kay. This is Ty. Thank you for joining us once again. Um, so yeah, today we are, well, actually before we even get to the topic of today, uh, Ty and I, we just celebrated our birthday um, yesterday, actually. Our birthday was yesterday, August 29th. So um, happy birthday, sissy. Happy birthday, sissy. <laughs> we actually had, we enjoyed our birthday. We had a good time. Um, thank you so much to our best friend, Crystal, for um, just putting together, like, an amazing time for us. We really didn't want to do anything because we have so many changes going on in our lives right now. And Chris was like, no, you're going to do something. Um, and Yes, you are appreciated. And that's why I love her so much. Like, she works OD hard. She's so Jamaican. But when it matters, she's always there. Thank you so much, Chris. We love you. Um, Now, in regards to that, oh, and happy birthday to all the Virgos that will be celebrating. Happy birthday to all the um, September babies and the um, August babies, but definitely the Virgo babies. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, actually, this this podcast is actually related to our birthday. Right, sis? So, um, we are going to talk about etiquette. We're going to talk about money etiquette, going out etiquette, etiquette, um, birthday party etiquette, and just, um, just etiquette. You know, some people are, you know, some people were not raised up. Some people act like they were dragged up. And then sometimes, you know, people, you know, they background and you know, they weren't even dragged up, but that's how they act. And basically that's how I'm feeling right now. So backstory I have this cousin who is extremely cheap I know she's extremely cheap whatever um over the weekend we had a sweet 16 for my little sister and she came to me mind you guys because I was not gonna invite her I know how she get down um so where was I yeah so um yeah, we're just going to talk about etiquette. I can't remember exactly where I was at, guys. I apologize for that. But, um, yeah. So, you know, some people act like they were dragged up even though you know better because you know their background. You've grown up with them. You've known them for years, whatever the case may be. But it is what it is. So went out for my birthday. My cousin joined us because she wanted to know, oh, so bad we was what we was doing. Oh, it's the big 30th. You know, we have to celebrate. Da, da. Let her know from rip what was what. Y'all, while the tab comes, Crystal pays like $90 towards the tab. Another one of our friends... No, I'm sorry. Crystal paid $100 towards the tab. Another one of our friends, she paid um, She paid a good bit. I can't remember exactly, but she paid a good bit. Because when the tab came, you know, everybody was under the assumption, well, that's how it normally goes, is the birthday people never pay for the birthday celebration. Whoever's there pays for it, Right? I just never been to a birthday celebration where the birthday person had to come out of pocket. Like, we always make sure that everybody, the birthday person, can enjoy, and we make sure we take it, we take care of the birthday person. Crystal pays 100 Kenyatta pay whatever she pays. Um, my cousin, my tacky ass, I won't even, I'm done calling her my cousin. I'll, I'll just call her a play cousin or my mom's friend, daughter, because it is what it is. She literally paid $5.00. On the tab, and this was like don't, a, don't forget her sixty cents. Oh, and then she told and the waitress to keep the change. She gave the lady five dollars and told her to keep the change, and the change was like sixty cents, right? And then 
on a tab that was like over $200. She pays y'all $5. Understand me when I say this. When I say I'm so fucking disgusted, I'm disgusted. Um, and then I, I sent her. I'm like, you know what? I wasn't going to deal with her in front of everybody else because I felt like that was, even though everybody noticed it and they brought it to my attention because I didn't notice it at first. When everybody told me about it, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be an adult because I'm 30 now. I'll deal with it later, personally, between she and I. I sent her a cash app request. What I ended up coming $90 out of my pocket. My bad. I forgot that part. I ended up coming $90 out of my pocket. Mind you not. I'm the birthday girl. All right, boom. So I said, I said, I know how she is. I know she's not going to pay the full 90 So I sent her a cash app for 30 Because to me, something is better than nothing. Don't you agree, sissy? I agree. And then I, she declined the cash app notification. I sent another one like five minutes later. And then I sent a text message explaining to her exactly why I sent her the cash app. Do you guys know she had the nerves to send me... She had a nerve to send you six. She had a nerve, the nerves to send me a text message that reads... I saw your request and I declined the request for the 30 for a few reasons. I arrived super late due to work and I paid my $5 tab and left her a tip. I didn't smoke any hookah. I didn't eat any cake. I didn't own any food or eat anyone's food. Didn't take any any shots. I don't appreciate my pockets being accounted for by someone else. I didn't know it was a requirement if you're invited to someone to something to pay for that person's food and drinks. And you're right. I absolutely will not be paying the $90. So you sat there, first of all, you came 30 minutes later than everybody else, so you was not super late. Second of all, you invited your fucking self, and I obliged your invitation. Third of all, so you really sat there, so because you didn't have cake and hookah, you feel like you don't have to, you don't have to contribute. In Since any you way, pent up shit on your heart you know right what? Now. Because it's fuck shit. That's some fuck shit. And for years, people let her slide. I'm not letting her slide anymore. Matter of fact, I'm letting the whole world know she's tacky. Like that's some fucking disgusting shit. I would never come up to nobody's birthday celebration purposely be like, I'm not gonna eat. I'm not even gonna take us a piece of cake because I don't want y'all to ask me for no money. I'm not gonna smoke on this hookah because I'm not gonna give you no money. I'm like, what? Who does that? She does. <laughs> Who does that? Like, I am, you sound like you are, like, I know you're not surprised, but it sounds like you're surprised, and I don't know why you're surprised, because this is what happens all the time. Like, I'm not surprised, I'm just like, it's just sickening, it just be like, damn bitch, like, really? Like, that's all I'm saying is like, damn bitch, really. So, we just gonna talk about... We're going to talk about etiquette, especially when you're celebrating somebody's birthday. So, rule number one, if you're going to somebody's birthday celebration, be prepared to buy that person, like, at least no, one. Rule number one, don't ask folks what they're doing for their birthday and, and don't tell them that you want to come if you ain't trying to be part of the festivities, if you're worrying about you and you and yourself alone. Like, that's not how that shit works. Right. Like, don't come to something knowing that you don't want to pay. And because you don't want to pay, you can stand off in the corner. Like, little bitch ain't even say nothing to us our whole birthday. Like, you you were so hell-bent on not paying anything that you literally sat off in a corner. And didn't say nothing. And didn't say nothing. Didn't be like, oh, let's take a drink together. Let's, Let's take a shot together. Nothing. Because you wanted to make sure that your pockets was in accounted for. 
like that is so tacky to me like that is just beyond tacky like i'm so sorry so that was rule number one out of time mouth rule number two is if you're going to somebody's birthday celebration make sure that you are prepared to at least buy one birthday drink i mean it's a celebration it's not a oh i'm 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 here for me i'm only gonna think about me my belly and and my drinks like what the fuck like that shit uh rule number three what's rule number three sis don't bring your cheap ass around me yes rule number three if you are on a budget do not leave your fucking house if you are going to be penny pinching do not invite yourself to nobody um celebration nobody festivities nobody's birthday nothing like stay your ass home like seriously if you're going to be like sitting there like nitpicking and itemizing then you don't need to come out rule number four and this is not even just for birthdays this is just for everything and this might just be directed strictly to her when you are paying for a service you are not paying only for your dish folks you have to also account for tax and tip okay so just because a drink was two dollars each and you had two drinks does not mean you get someone four dollars boo you still gotta pay for a tip and you still gotta pay for the fucking tax like seriously like you splitting you splitting a bill and you only splitting a bill for to account for what you drank not including no taxes and no tips like how like who like i gotta keep asking this question who does that she does this ain't the first time she done did it it's not the first time it's not the first time and i'm pretty sure it's not gonna be the last time in her lifetime but it's gonna be her last time with me like at 30 i'm not dealing with shit that i was doing in my 20s and she just reminded me why i don't hang out with her and now i see exactly why she don't have any friends like that is just trifling on so many levels sis what's rule number i think we have five now what's rule number five I don't know what rule number five is. I know. I'm just like, I'm not surprised. That's why I ain't got much to say about it. It's just like... Seriously, I sent your cash out for $30 and you complain about $30. I was talking about, I don't want my pockets to be accounted for. That's why I ain't have no cake and I ain't have no this and I ain't have no that. Like, Lord Jesus. Rule number five. Like, rule number five. <laughs> rule number five. Seriously. Like, just, I mean, common sense is free. Use it. Like, common sense is super free. Use it. I mean, use discretion, too. If you know that you cannot afford it, do not come out. Like, seriously. Even if you were to buy one drink for me and one drink for Ty, that was not going to take nothing from you. You mean to tell me you really couldn't put nothing towards the tab? It's my birthday and I have to come out my pocket almost $100 after I didn't even want to celebrate the fucking birthday in the first place. I didn't even want to leave my house. That's what pisses me off. I could have stayed in my house for free. Don't you agree, Sissy? One hundred and twenty-five. I need you to speak up because the, the listeners can't hear you. One hundred and twenty-five percent. Like, I just, I'm y'all. I'm just so disgusted. Like, I'm so disgusted. I literally had to come here and do this podcast and like rant to y'all because y'all don't even know 
how fast she ran to do this podcast after reading that text message. Like, <laughs> yep, I was like, nope, it's time to record a podcast because that's just some bullshit. You know, um, like I said, I'm grateful for Chris and I'm grateful that she put that together. I'm so grateful for those who came out to celebrate with us. What I'm not grateful for is cheap ass people who literally place the fucking tab on my lap because I'm not about to be in public and get embarrassed. I'd rather just pay that tab and deal with it later. But clearly, I should have let them embarrass her, slid that tab to her and just walked right out because that is not my responsibility. And I believe I've never been to a birthday celebration when a birthday person had to come out of pocket, especially that much. It's one thing filling in a gap. It's a whole nother thing to pay like a half a tab because someone does not want to pay their portion, their agreed upon portion because, mm-hmm. oh, I only had four dollars worth of something. Then going to slip the lady a 60 cent tip talking about keep the change. Bitch, on and 60 she, cents. That, it, it changed the whole mood for the night because everybody was just like. Yeah, no. Like, seriously. And the thing about it is that you're around my friends and everybody's sitting there sending text messages, giving stares and everything like that. And you embarrassed the hell out of me. You was embarrassed? No, I wasn't embarrassed. But any other day I would have been. But I'm just saying, like, it could have been an embarrassing moment. Like, come on. Like, do better. Like, come on. Like, seriously. Yo, anybody who, like... No, I, like, I just, I just can't, like, I just can't even stomach this. But anyway, aside from that, so, <clears throat> we talked about that. I got that rant over. But now that we are, <laughs> we, we are celebrating our birthday all week, y'all. Like, I've had such a good time since last week. Saturday is not even funny. I've had so many different people reach out to me, taking me out for drinks, just wishing me happy birthday, just taking me, like, every, thank you so much to everybody who has taken the time out their day or days to celebrate us, to celebrate me. Like, I'm, I'm grateful. So, the second half of this podcast will be, um, what have we learned up until now? Right? So, everybody know me and Ty, although we're twins, we're complete opposites. Literally, yin to yang. Don't you agree, sis? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yes. yin to yang, right? Black and white, Tata being the black one because that's all she wears, black. Um, but, um, so what have we learned going to 30 i will say going to 30 i was panicking guys like since the year started i was like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh i'm about to be 30 i'm about to be 30 i'm about to be 30 like i was real life panicking 30 came and my 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 my, um my cousin Cheryl, she was just like girl please 30's gonna come and you're gonna be like you're not even gonna blink twice you're gonna be like what what the hell was i working for and that was the best advice she gave me because she was so right. Like, 30 came and I was like, oh, okay, 30, hey. <laughs> but Ty, on the other hand, was the complete opposite. Ty was so cool and calm going up until 30. And then literally we went out Tuesday to bring in our birthday Wednesday night. Wednesday morning, I'm knocked out sleep, y'all. She calls me 5, 5.30 in the morning panicking like full-on panic shorty's like i gotta go outside i need fresh air i need fresh air i need gatorade i need fresh air what the hell i'm 30 and, and i haven't i haven't accomplished nothing <laughs> i haven't accomplished nothing i need to get my life together y'all i had to literally talk her off the edge for like 30 40 minutes on me. 
It was five o'clock in the you morning. I was still I was still tipsy from the night before. Y'all, Ty had the biggest panic attack. It was so funny. I'm like, sis, it's okay. It was not funny like, in the moment. It's okay. Like you have life, you have a roof over your head, you have your degree, you have your business, you have your own car, you have your own everything, you have life insurance. Like it could be so much worse. And she over here tripping. Like tripping out. But I will say, sis, you talk because you got me doing all the talking. So you, you talk. Like talking. I do like talking, but you talk. They, they, they like people tune in to listen to us, not just me, not just Kay. So talk. What am I talking about? What have you learned? Like, what have life up until thirty taught you? Like, what have you learned? Life has taught me listen to your mama, because your life will go way smoother if you just listen to advice. That your parentals give. Um, like if you ain't got no kids. You really are living your best life. Like before 30. If you could refrain from having them children. You A1. Go out and live your life. Um, have fun. Like have fun. One thing I can say about my 20s is that. I had fun. I traveled when I could. I got up and just attempted to live when I had the opportunity whenever there is an opportunity take that shit have faith, believe in yourself and the number one thing I learned and this was more so within the last like two years more than anything is that you cannot survive, you cannot live you cannot do anything without faith and belief that's a fact like, for the longest, people thought I was an atheist. I don't know why people thought I was an atheist. And it's not that I am an atheist. It's just that um, I am a firm believer. Like, you do not have to go to church to speak to God. You do not have to go to church to be one with your beliefs. And you do not have to... Church, church is just a building. That's just being in the presence of the congregation. I work best with... be doing my prayer my meditation and just being one in my own little space like i am a firm believer that i do not have to be in church to practice my belief but one thing that has gotten stronger within the last two years is my belief like i was the type of person that i didn't pray every day hell i probably prayed only like twice a year went to church once a year you had to choose whether you wanted me in there for new year's or or Easter, mm-hmm. but these last two years has shown me that you do get more things done. You accomplish more things. More things will come to fruition if you just throw a little prayer and faith and believe on that shit and, and go about your business. And I wish I would have known that or caught onto that like sooner. But then again, that's what life is about. Like, growing pains and figuring out what works for you and what don't work for you. I realize my sanity is wrapped around having some belief. And I'm um, just praying. And, like, you know, you ain't got to sit down and clasp your hands and fold your legs and be down on your knees to pray. Sometimes I just start praying in the car. Praying, standing up, praying, Hell, washing the dishes, praying, could, washing my ass. I could be listening to Beanie Man and bust out in prayer. And that's just because right then, and that's why I feel like praying. But it helps. Um, and another thing that I've learned going into 20 is that 
my mental and how I feel is very important and I'm not compromising compromising it for anybody and I'm not putting anyone else's feelings before mine. Now, I'm not saying be inconsiderate to other people's feelings, but I, growing up, I felt like I was too conscious of people's feelings and was more um, wanting to make was willing Peace. to make myself uncomfortable in order to make other people comfortable. Mm-hmm. That ain't no way to live. That ain't no way to live. And I wish I would have realized that sooner than later because I would have saved myself a lot of heartbreak and a lot of disappointment. And that's what I learned. Oh, and another thing I learned is that um, your family and your tribe, like you could build, you could build that. You could build that. Sometimes the family that you're born into, you know, they cool or whatever, but they ain't 100% what you need in your life. Mm. You need the people that's going to... You need the people that's going to have your back when shit is down, when sometimes you act fucked up, and they're going to make you make you act fucked up. They're going to make you have your moment, and then they're going to be like, girl, I'm going to need to check you for when you was misbehaving about two weeks ago. You know, I know you was going, a little, going through something, and I wasn't going to kick you when you was down, but let me tell you A, B, C, and D, and D, and D, and boom. Like, I've found... That I'm a very sometime-ish person. I do realize that. Um, but I appreciate the people in my life that don't let me go when I'm going through an episode. Like, they just let me have it. And then they check me afterwards. Say, for instance, my friend Crystal. I be telling her all the time, she if he has shit, I don't want to be her friend. You know what, she can have it and I'm blocking her from my phone. She refused to unfriend me. And I appreciate it. Even though I'm difficult as shit, she understands She understands my personality, and I love her for it. I love watching y'all go back and forth. <laughs> because it'd be like so much love in the heat of the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, I do. I, I, I do. I love watching y'all. Blah, blah. She and her feelings right now. Chris, give her some time. Chris be like, I don't care if she and her feelings. She'll be okay. She'll get a break. Ty, so you, we're going to share a piece of cake? <laughs> and then they be sitting there being sweet tooth buddies again. <laughs> That's my sweet tooth buddy. Um, what is your biggest regret going up until thirty? What is your biggest regret? Um, well, what did your twenties teach you? Let's start with that. What did my twenties teach me? My twenties has taught me uh, haste make waste. My twenties has taught me to slow down and to enjoy to slow down think before I react and then to enjoy the moment in which I'm standing in at the given time. Um, I feel like a lot passed me or a lot I wasn't able to fully enjoy because as as I'm in that moment, I'm thinking about what's next. And a lot of times, you know, a lot of times that fucked me up mentally because when I was thinking about what's next and I'm trying to get to what's next and what's next probably didn't happen. I missed out on what was. Um, so my 20s has taught me to just slow down, take it all in. My 20s has taught me, my 20s taught me that um, I was way too, I give people way too much credit. Um, 
like benefit of the doubt that, that there there was like it was just you know what I'm saying like I just gave people way too much credit um believing everything that people said believing everything that people sold and I wouldn't say that it's their fault I just felt like that that's that's probably like a naive part of me um but my 20s also taught me especially not even my entire 20s but these last this last year too showed me how hard I am and it's not always a good thing you know, um, my 20s taught me life happens, but it doesn't have to, it does like, life, life, life happens to everybody, but it doesn't have to, like, break you. A lot happened that, in that moment, broke me, but I had made a decision to stay in that broke, brokenness instead of getting up which prolonged my hurt so in the long run i was responsible for my own pain yeah um and how do you how do you swallow that like how do you how do you face the fact that you're responsible for your own pain like shit happens yes but it happens to all of us and how you how you digest that how you internalize that and how you move on from that is completely up to you and for a lot of things i didn't handle it the right way but you know for i mean you ain't the only one for a lot of folks it's easier said than done yeah that's true i um what else has my 20s taught me um my 20s taught me that everyone needs a village you can't go through life alone doesn't matter how much you think you can you can't go through life alone um and family is everything and when i say family i don't mean blood family but the family that you create is everything and you hope that the family that you created is is what is needed and sometimes you have to alter that along the way because you know as as you journey through life your needs change Mm -hmm. your wants change but more so your sustainability what is needed for you to sustain changes and unfortunately with those changes there there needs to be a shift around you mm-hmm. um and it doesn't mean that you love someone any less or any more it just means that this can no longer continue there's no ill feelings i wish you well i will still check up on you but i can't internalize you i can't latch on to you I can't, I can't, you can't be my primary source of energy, my primary source of, of, of advice, my, like, I, 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 you are no longer needed for that role. Yes. One of the things that that has always, um, kind of like carried me because when I was younger, I always thought to myself like, damn, I want the relationship my mom had with her friends because, you know. The relationships that mom have, like, she has had for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And things are just different with our generation. Right. How people interact and the sensitivity levels everyone have and blah, blah, da, da, da. But one thing mom has always said, and she's like, listen, as you get older, your circle gets smaller. That's just life. Like, you ain't meant to have 50 friends, you know, for forever. Right. Sometimes... Your road dogs are like a solid three. They never got it. Never understood it. As I've gotten older, I understand. I 
perfectly understand. I'd rather have two to three solid folks in my circle that I could call family and know I could depend and rely on than 50 people that's just there, leeching, waiting, or just is dead weight, period. Like, they don't bring anything to the table. Right. I will say this, um, and this is going to be an honest moment. My 20s taught me... One of the things that I regret the most in my 20s is letting go of certain relationships that should have been held on to. Um, like, and which it's pride. Example? Lucina, Jim, um, and you realize that those were prideful moments that weren't necessary. Mm-hmm. They were prideful moments that could have been fixed had the communication been correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why the older I got, I stressed how important communication was because, you know, in those moments you say things and not even say things, but things happen, you know, especially as females, people being those in their feelings, but out of everybody, out of everyone that I've lost through the years, Lucina and Jam is the one that I regret the most. What about you? What about me, boy? In regards to, like, friendships, relationships, or is there any friendship that you felt like, you know what, damn, that that probably, it wasn't worth it, that probably went too far? No. <laughs> Yo, you're such a hard ass. Well, that's how I feel about that that relationship, because we I all mean, were yeah, close. But, like, okay, when it comes to Lucina and Jam, like, I ain't dropped them, I ain't stopped talking to them. Well, they stopped talking they stopped to you because they stopped me. talking to me. Exactly. And I, that's one thing that I wish people wouldn't do. So it that just ain't, give us a package deal like, oh, I'm not fucking yeah. with K, so I'm not going to fuck so with that ain't, that ain't nothing. I that ain't nothing I did. It's not like I stopped reaching out to them. I stopped talking to them. They made an effort to stop talking to me, and I ain't do shit to them. Would you extend? So, or no? You're like, that's dead. I mean, it's not dead, but I'm not extending either. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's that's a prideful no, moment. No, a prideful moment would have been if I had done something to them, and I had something to apologize for, and I chose not to apologize, or I chose I chose to like minimize what the situation was. Okay. I 100 percent, absolutely, positively, did not do anything. They made the conscious decision because they were mad at you to stop talking to me. I don't know why people get so mad at me. So that ain't a price situation. That was a price situation on their part. I agree. They ain't got anything to do with me. I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, I do feel like, like I said, I do feel like you know some friendships were lost that shouldn't have been lost. Um, well, not some, just those two. Um, communication is important. Understanding um, values is important. Um, I don't know my tw- I mean my twenties old and your mom is always right, man. Like listen There's <laughs> so many things my mom told me that I did not listen to that I wish I would have because it would have it would have prevented me from so much of my own self inflicted pain. Um but I'm thankful to have a mom who, you know, she always told me that I was when I was wrong, but she never left my side. And that's important. Like, she literally gave me the room to, the, the room that I needed to grow. Um, and I'm forever thankful and grateful for that. Um, 
So now that you're entering the new chapter, Sissy, what are you expecting your 30s to bring to you? I really think you should move to Cali. I think that would be good for you. Honestly, I just feel like in my 20s, like... I feel like in your 20s, you played it extra safe. Like, you played it extra safe, and I played it extra dangerous. I played it extra <laughs> safe, and I feel like I kind of was just, like, floating. Um, I'm just looking for something, like, concrete. Like, I need clarity. Clarity. Clarification. That's what I... Um, so, why don't you just give it to yourself? Where are you expecting it to, like, come from? I don't know where I'm expecting it to come from, but that's what I'm working towards. Well, that's a, I guess that's an honest and fair answer. What about dating? You didn't date much in your 20s. Are you going to date in your 30s? I did date a little bit. I just... A little bit. A little bit for nine years, ten years. All you have to account for it is a little bit shit. Yo, um... I feel like some people have luck in dating. Some people don't have luck in dating. Like, some people really thoroughly enjoy dating. For you, it's a sport. For me, <laughs> like... One date could drain me. Like, I just be like... Fuck. I don't know. I'm just not a... Um, I have communication issues. So, I probably have to work on that. That's the family. Tr- that's a family thing, and yes, you do have to work on it. You have seen, affection issues I seen, too. I seen this meme. I, I seen this meme. Let me see if I can find it on my phone. Let me see if I can find it on my phone. Hold on one second. Well, while you look for that, so there won't be any awkward silence. I would say, for my thirties, what I want from a dating for from a dating aspect is that I would like to. Um, I mean, I dated a lot. I, I've had like I've had you know I've met some. Really, okay, okay, so okay, I, found, I found it. So someone had posted. I think her name is Afronautic on Instagram. She put, "My greatest fear is falling so deep in peace with my isolation." That I lose the trust, I lose the lust for fellowship with everyone outside myself. That is so you. Um, and y'all, that's not my greatest fear because that has already happened. So now I have to kind of like get out right. of that. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's so you. Like, like you're I so fall, comfortable with I'm so you. comfortable and so peaceful with it just being me and me being in my own world that I legit at times Block forget that other else people out. exist. I could be in the presence of other people and legit. She like their she, presence she doesn't, doesn't even really matter. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't even register that other people. Are and it's there. not something that it's not something that I mean to do. It's just something that naturally happens that I naturally fall into. So, um, yeah, I guess I will work on being more social, um, communicating better, and apparently I have affectionate affection issues as well. So those are definitely three things I do need to put on my to-do list and work at or do something to help me towards those goals of just being better at every day. Because I am someone that I'm a comfortable creature. Like, I don't like being uncomfortable at all. Um, uncomfortability actually makes me physical, physically and mentally sick. Um, so I just kind of have to, like, get out of my own head and decide to just be be and to live and whatever yeah 
Yeah, I hope for my sister that she um, will actually start dating and and find someone that she clicks with. I feel like it's hard for her to do that. Um, and I've watched her isolate herself for like forever. That's all she knows how to do is isolate herself unless it has something to do with me or our, or our mom. So um, I want for her 30s to date and experience that and find love and do all the other stuff. And even if she doesn't find love, like to just date and have sex and enjoy life, you know? Um, you have any questions for me, sissy? Or should we wrap up? What are you looking forward to now that you're part of the dirty 30? Now that I'm part of the dirty 30. What I look forward to? I look forward to the most, um, you know, eventually finding someone that I can build a life with, you know, home ownership, children, um, travel a little bit more, um, companionship. But aside from that, I definitely want, you know, a closer connection with God. Um, like I said, home ownership is important to me and, um, my career, like I want to be extra solid in my career. I'm proud of the movements that I made so far in my career. Like, you know, just working my way, working hard and working my way up. But, um, as far, like, as far as my nine to five career, I just want to beast the hell out of that. But I also want the Kenya B brand to just grow and flourish. I want to, you know, be like, I want to, I want to own my own salon. I want to be, you know, like a premier partner with like maybe a studio out here, maybe Lionsgate because they, you know, they, oh, they do fit all their filming out here in Atlanta, you know, like the go-to girl for like hair and makeup. Um, I want to continue to make people feel good. I want to transform people in their lives. Like I love, you know, doing makeup on women and they just be like, oh my gosh, I have not seen myself like this in years. Um, but yeah, I want the Kenya B brand to flourish. I want Sugar and Shit podcast to flourish. Um, I'm, of course, like I said, I want to have my own hair and makeup studio. Um, I want to be able to put people on payroll. Um, I want to be my own boss, like my legit own boss. Um, boss up. And I want to do all of that while, you know, good health, you know, a healthy relationship preferably married i want to be married um you know i do want like i said companionship and just a lifelong partner without kids i want about five chocolate babies um but i'm 30 already so i need to get it moving (laughs) right um and i just want to i want god to just just cover me and just run through me and in me and just and do with me what he sees fit what about you, Sissy? What do you expect for your 30s? I already said why. I no, my 30s. you said relationship-wise. Oh, no, you did. You did. You did. You did. Um, See, your ass on y'all fucking on being tied, like cut off all her hair. She looks so good. My sissy look like little boy. Not playing. She don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, thank you guys for listening to Sugar on Shit Pod. Um, oh, wait, sis. So... I told you what I wanted. You told me what you wanted. We said that for ourselves. What do you want for me in my 30s? I want um, stability for you. You don't think I'm stable? And peace. Not peace, I but peace. calm. I do want calmness. peace. No, peace calm. is good too. I, I, I feel like I haven't had just true peace in a long time. Thank you for wishing that on me. You're welcome. You know, I pray for you more than I pray for myself. 
And I pray for you, you more than I pray you, for myself. You be needing lots of prayers, girl. I do. I'll be trying to receive them all. Well, anyway, thank you guys for... Thank you guys for listening to Sugar on Shit podcast. Um, yes. Oh, guys, we are going to, now that we are officially 30, we are going to start a new hashtag called This Is 30. Um, and we will start a blog as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so just make sure that you guys look out for that and follow us and subscribe and leave comments whenever we post. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I launched a new merchandise site for Sugar and Shit Pod. So the niggas go nig t-shirt and mugs are up for sale on um, www.sugaronshits.bigcartel.com. We also have other merchandise. We have, um, ooh, we have a tee that says um, dot, 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 bitch, he is the thought. <laughs> Um, so we, yeah, we have the heat is the thought tea. Um, we will be bringing the, the, we will be bringing the heat is the thought mug shortly. Like give us by the end of the week. We also have the, um, we also have the, um, I know I'm tongue tied, but anyway, yes, we have merchandise. So we have teas, we have duffel bags, um, we have the 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 coffee mugs, y'all. The niggas gonna nig shirt is the best shirt to wear when you go to your dude's house and he done got on your nerves. You ain't got to say nothing. All he got to do is see your shirt and he already know what kind of mood you in. And I also have the niggas gonna nig duffel bag that is custom ordered. So if you want that, just DM us on Sugar and Shit Pie or DM me on Instagram at K-E-E-N-Y-A underscore B underscore. Thank you guys for listening to Shit on Shit. Definitely check out um, the Kenya B website to book any hair.